Welcome to Discretion Advised. I'm John Hill here with my she by survivor. I don't know. That didn't really work out. My, my survivor of a co-host, Mark McNamara. Uh, hi, Mark. Hi. How are you? I can't believe you're sitting here uh, alive and in one piece. You just survived a whirlwind trip to Vegas for Hustle Ball, for Play Live, and a trip to LA for 48 hours, 24 hours, a production. Not of even 24. Whatever. There's something about Jamie, or the, there must be something about Mary, or whatever it is. With Everyone's talking Bianca. about Jamie. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then you were stuck on the tarmac at LAX, and now you're back in New York. How are you still standing? You're a survivor. I'm a survivor. I am here. It was it was something. Everything was something. But it was good. I mean, play Las Vegas. We were lucky. It was sold out. Once again, John Hill did not make it. Shishi did not make it. Uh, Dylan Diaz did not make it. We had the camera people who were supposed to film it did not make it. It was just one after another. Drop out, drop out, drop out. But I had a very good family it. excuse. You I did have a, a very good family excuse. Family and we emergency. had a really, really nice five minutes of the show until we were shut down. (laughs) Hey, so tell people what happened. You show up, you're in Vegas, you're excited, you have the show planned. What happens? Oh, God. Okay, so the the venue that we were at, I don't think was very happy that we were naked and the show was going to be a gay porn game show. Well, what'd you tell them before you got there? What'd they think? I didn't tell them anything. I didn't arrange this shit. I was there to host the event. So five minutes in, this lady drunk as fuck, comes up on stage and starts yelling at me that we cannot be naked. So I'm sitting there. We have an hour and a half to fill of sold out audience. So I just thought on my toenails and we just, we we, we made a game up. We just kept it going. We had uh, Alexis what, Mateo and Coco Montrese there up? from Drag Race. Well, as we found out, Coco Montrese has a 10 inch dick. So we did a lot Excuse with that. Me? Yes, and she will show you the pictures. They it is verified. It is ten inches in holding. Um, so we wow. just played a game. We we reenacted some porn scenes with uh, Coco Montrese. Had her up in the air. Roman Todd eating her ass. Roman Todd won. So spoiler alert: Roman Todd won. He is the king of Vegas. And then I listen. Flew out hold, to, hold on, hold on. I, I don't mean to stop you. Holding. He stop ate me. Coco Montrese's ass. But through clothes, because as oh, the drunk lady okay. said, you're not allowed to get naked. And then throughout the show, she just kept talking to me. She was like, oh, I like your out. I'm, I'm on a fucking stage hosting a show. Shut up. She Wait. just was, oh, I, I just won at the slots. I don't care. So she was a mess. City, uh, Sin City. Why? Not that day. Know, why, would it, why would you not be allowed to be naked? I don't know. I don't know. Same reason that Cameron won't let us do the podcast naked. It's just there are rules set in place, and we have to do what we're told to do. So that's what we did. But we were also there filming. So after play, you know, we we kept our dicks and our chins held up high, and we went and we went on and we filmed a movie there. And I want to ask you, what would you name this movie? So what we did is kind of an ode to the fans. We took the top four searches for gay porn, what the top four categories were. There was uh, brother fuckers, come play, seducing the straight guy, and double penetration. Those were the, those are the top four searches. And so we made a movie based around that. My choice for the title has been shot down because people said it was, I don't want to say rapey, but they said it was rapey. Oh. The, the title is I liked is My Body, Your Choice. Which to me involves consent because you're saying it's my body, your choice. But they, we thought maybe that might 
trigger some people, and I definitely don't want to do that. So what would you call it, or do you find that title offensive? I find that, t- that, I find that title poetic and, cr- and clever <laughs> and romantic. I'm serious. Is my body your choice? It's like, you know, well, I was about to say the Lady Gaga R. Kelly song, but I guess that brings you back to our regular, your regular point. Um, mm-hmm. I would name it Ho Girls, because it's in Vegas. Showgirls, 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 <laughs> but showdown. it was not all shot in Vegas because, as you'll see today, we're talking about trauma and surviving. Cole Connor was attacked in LA. He was supposed to be in this movie, so one of the scenes we have to do at a later date. I think we're going to film it in Miami next week, so it won't all be in Vegas. But yeah, I don't know. I really like my body. Your choice. Maybe we can convince people that that is not my body bad, or maybe it is bad, choice. and I need to learn. It would be bad if it was your body, my choice. Right. So that's what I think. It's like you're giving consent in the title, but I don't know. Speaking of consent, can I talk about something that we did together? We saw each other in person. It's so nice to see you in person, by the way. It it was very nice to see you in person. And John did something without my consent. Do you know what it was? uh, Oh, I'm so glad you're bringing this up because I have a follow-up to it. Go ahead. Tell the people what happened. And start start with the last episode, though. This is one of your greatest fears. My greatest fears, John brought one of my greatest fears that I was vulnerable enough with him to tell him out in the open was one of my biggest fears. And then he brought it right in front of my face. After we went to see uh, Bianca Del Rio in Everyone's Talking About Jamie, which is fantastic, and I hope everyone goes and sees it. John, as we were discussing this week's episode, put his hand up and gave me a high five. It was so uncomfortable. I just kind of like, I put my hand up and I kind of just like, pressed it against yours like clamily <laughs> you clamily so you clamily pressed me i i reached we 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 were brainstorming on the side of the street as we do as the hookers we are mm-hmm. and i reached my hand out like in a gay kind of like fingertip to fingertip like et phone home situation and as soon as i did it i realized oh shit this is like a very gay version of his greatest fear it's a high five and as i started to retract it you 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 went sort of to start something with it, and then you recoiled like it was a dead fish. But that's how I shake hands anyway, because I'm very gay. But uh, I cannot – I'm so sorry. And I think it's because I knew it was your greatest fear. I think that's why I tried it. I, I wanted to kind of uh, keep you on your toes. But here's my follow-up. The next day, I did it to someone again. I did Why? It. I think because you put it in my head. You got in my head, And bitch. how'd it go? Horribly. Well, i waiting. Horribly. High fives are terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. And speaking of something that's not terrible, Getaway is now out on DVD. The movie I filmed last year, or a few months ago, it's now out on DVD. So go get it. Falcon just released their press release. Naked Sword did. So please go out and check out Getaway. It's lovely. It's fantastic. And I hope you enjoy it. I still haven't seen it. I've seen the thumbnail. Because you don't like sex outdoors, and there's some sex outdoors in that movie. So like, what the fuck are you going to do? You let it, let you skip this. Okay. But don't skip. Did you see Scream? I did go see Scream. I finally did. Yes. Well, I, we, I sat there in Vegas with an empty chair next to me because John wasn't there to come see it. Um, so I sat there with Diego, who hates the Scream series. So he was not the person to see it with. But I, what did you think? I thought the best parts were Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox and the old school Absolutely. screens. I didn't Absolutely. think these young people are stars. They did not sparkle for nope. me. I thought, oh, nope. maybe it's because I'm old. But then I was like, you know what? I might be old, but I know a star when I see one. And I thought, I don't see any star quality anywhere up in this movie. Um, except for like that, the lesbian kind of. 
kind of okay we are we completely agree with this opinion the twins i love the twins randy's sister's twins and when she comes in is like ooh, suspects the writing of the whole movie and the whole thing i'm not going to give any spoilers away but the writing of the movie about how crazed fans are i like the whole premise and i like the writing of it all but yeah i agree the samantha actress and the her sister were absolutely unwatchable to me the movie as a whole i like i liked it better than scream 4 but the the new crop of actors can go they can get away they can get away thank you so much for that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah i thought the same thing I, I i enjoyed it i thought there were a few really good parts but for the most part it just seemed kind of like maybe the like cable tv uh spin-off made for tv movie version but i thought it just, i can <gasps> okay, i can hang out that far don't go that far okay well let's move on to some thought topics for the week let's run through some stuff okay Let's start off with Netflix confirming that Squid Game Season 2 is going to happen. Season 2 um, is still in the brainstorming stages. Uh, not much info available. Uh, did you like uh, Squid Game Season 1? Yes. Remember we talked about our favorite. We both agreed that it was our favorite show 2021. What do you want um, Season 2 to be? I want it to be kind of like the Hunger Games where Katniss goes back into the games and like tears down the establishment from the inside. What do you want? Yeah, I guess I would like to see that too. I would kind of like the dude to come back and run it. Like maybe he goes evil. I like a Breaking Bad kind of like, why does he have to, you know, come back and run it, like get corrupted. Maybe that's the social commentary is like, nobody stays good forever. I don't know, I'm thinking out loud. Um, I want like- you go bad, you can't go back. There you go. My body, your choice. <laughs> Sorry, is that the wrong <laughs> one? The, the subtitle for Squid Game Two. No, my your, body, your choice. Squid Game Two. My body, your choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I need less plot. I want more killing, less plot. We do need the games. I agree. We do need the Squid Games to actually take place. I don't want it to be all about like dialogue between good versus evil. I we I need the games. Yeah, I need the games. I need. I don't less want it to content. be like. Yeah. Yeah. Less, less, less story. <laughs> okay. More one murder. big thing that happened this uh, this week is the de-yassification of the green M&M. I know, listen, on this podcast, we talk a lot about uh, what's appropriate and what's not. I was read for filth by someone on DM for, for using the term wheelchair bound instead of she uses a wheelchair. And uh, we're always learning. We're always learning. So in the spirit of always learning... Uh, they put an M&M M&M, there. M&M's wanted to de to de-slutify, to to make her a little bit more non-binary, not as much like go-go boots and eyelashes and like popping that hip out. <sighs> Listen, I'm trying Who to take Who cares? The- it's candy. It's who fucking can- candy. I don't need my Twix to look like a twat. Like who cares what it looks like? It's candy. It's so stupid. I you know, know the Rolling Stones headline was "Let the green Eminem be a nasty little slut," and I agree. I agree with Rolling Stone. Let the Eminem be a nasty little slut. Right. These Eminems are archetypes. It's like the lumberjack. I don't know what they are. The 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 teachery one and the skatery one. And like, why is like there are sluts, as you know, you being one, me being yeah. I need like, to be represented in candy. Let's talk about candy real quick. Let's just have a sidebar. Oh God. No, here we a go. side candy bar. What's your favorite candy? I don't care. Okay, I'll eat favorite anything. question. No, no, no. You walk into a gas station, middle of America, you walk into a gas station, you have five seconds to pick a candy bar. What is it? Or any candy off the shelf. What is it? Five. Probably like a Snickers or something because it's, there's lots of different options within one bar. 
You're not passionate you have, like, about nugget. candy. You have. I, I'm a passion. I'm I'm passionate enough to not care. I, I will eat it all. There's nothing that I won't eat. I won't eat like an almond joy because that's weird. But everything else, sure. Passionate I don't eat like a York peppermint patty either. But I, like a Starburst, sure. Uh, anything with chocolate, sure. Any, but not white chocolate because we all have standards. Racist. Uh, great. Good for you. I love an M&M. <laughs> I love. God, I love M&M's and I love peanut butter M&M's. Do you know they're making a mixed bag? They're finally making a mixed bag in M&M's where this they're putting all the types bag. together in one bag. Mixed nuts. Yep. That's a great idea because I, sometimes I, that's such a great idea. Sometimes I want a pretzely one, but I don't want a full bag of pretzely mm. ones. Anyway, I feel like we should no. move on to our next thought topic, but I say bring back the slutty M&M. Uh, the story about the man's penis who was filled, that was filled with foam after the DIY erectile dysfunction treatment goes wrong. I saw photos of this. Um, you know, if you can't not. get your hands on a Cialis, you know, get get a caulking gun, fill it up with foam. I feel like you've seen some probably, what are some, uh, some lemony snicket versions of cranking a penis up on a porn set if you can't get hard? Has that ever you happened? No, I've never really, no one's used a, I've never seen anyone use a pump on set. Like I've seen people take a, like a hard on pill or something like that. But this guy literally put like insulation foam mm -hmm. into his urethra. Uretha. What? what? Uretha, Uretha Franklin. Uretha Franklin. I mean, at least his penis is going to stay warm this holiday season or Christmas or wherever we're at winter. But Respect. I think that's that's too far. That's you know what? He deserves it. He deserves it. Wow. Uh, he waited three weeks to go to the hospital seeking medical medical attention. Uh, I don't know. They're also saying this is a side note, not officially on our thought topics page, but I also want to say like the whole COVID penile uh, vagus nerve uh, artery in your body. Like it's like there are COVID patients who like have had this like penis. What is the word I'm trying to think of? Like that heart on the won't go. Dysfunction? No, the heart of the heart on that won't go down. If you get COVID, you'll have a heart on that won't go down. Yeah, there's like that this COVID it. positive like thing. Not the Nicki Minaj cousin's friend who has a ball. It's like a literal like actual thing. Also, this might be good news for you that uh, CBD prevents you from getting infected with COVID, allegedly. Well, I've I have I've had COVID twice, so I can debunk that. Yeah, debunk, debunk <laughs> all over me. Uh, and Jenny from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This whole racist post from 2020, I feel like you will have thoughts about this. Tell me what your thoughts are. Um, over a six I have month lots span, of thoughts, and I'm... she in 2020, amid Black Lives Matter, she allegedly posted and reposted memes and photos, including ones which mentioned phrases like BLM thugs and violent gangs and promotes uh, White Lives Matter and stuff. And at one point she was like, yeah, she was calling them rioters. Um, what your, what's the look on your face? It's 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 upsetting, and I think her apology her apology is bullshit. Here's the thing with with saying things in the past and then getting canceled and trying to apologize for it, like full disclosure. Like in the past, when I first moved to New York and my friends were, you know, and they still are transsexuals and drag queens, we used the T word because we that's we were amongst friends and we thought that that was okay. Once you realize how hurtful that word is mm -hmm. and how wrong that word is, you stop. You, you never use that word again. You never post things about that. You don't say it in private. It's you move on and you learn and you do better. This was last year. And we used the word with like affection and like that's how we were talking with friends. And, and she used the word with 
hate. She used these, this, there was hate behind her words. It was, it's, it should not be forgiven. And I think she should be fired. And I think she, there should be consequences for spewing out hate like that. God, that was really passionate of you. I like that, like tender well, side. Well, it, it, it very much pisses me off. Activist version of Mark. I like this. <laughs> Yeah. Well, because we're sitting here, and even on Below Deck this season, there's this stupid white uh, right. chief I stew who see. used the N-word in a rap. She was trying to uh, emulate some type of rap, and she used the N-word. You, you have to know better than what these words mean. You have to know better than to use these words. And there, the, the, the poor black girl who was in her presence had to go on Watch What Happens Live and talk about her feelings about this for 10 minutes. Like, she's on Watch What Happens Live. This is her big moment, and she has to sit and talk about this bullshit because some stupid, ignorant white girl did some awful things. Like, we gotta stop doing these things and then stop, like, having to be taught and having to learn. We should all learn better. There's no excuse for using these words right now or ever, but now that we're so open and the dialogue is there, we're still in 2020, this dumb bitch posted this shit? Fuck her and fuck Salt Lake City. Oh my God. Okay, she's on a soapbox. Let's go through a couple of things uh, and then we're gonna take a quick commercial. Actually, let's go to commercial there. I feel like that is the full like Norma, Norma Ray, Norma Gay, Mark McNamara soapbox. I love you so much. We're gonna take a commercial. We're gonna come back. Adore and Cole Connor are gonna be here later on. Uh, we're gonna be right back. You're listening to Discretion Advised. Welcome back to Discretion Advised. I'm John Hill. Surviving and thriving uh, as my co-host Mark McNamara is as well. And it's time to welcome our first guest, Adora Delano, the star of RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Get ready, take a deep breath. X on the beach and the voice behind albums like Dirty Laundry, <laughs> Whatever, After Party, and Till Death Do Us Party. It's Adora Delano. Hey, Delore. Hi. Did you say Delore? <laughs> I shorten it to I shorten it to Delore after Dolores. Okay, and like Delore's it. sister here, Falcon Naked Scorer, exclusive model and star of projects like The Territory, Making the Grade, Scrum, Capital F- Affairs, and soon to be released Train My Hole, which was filmed right here in the bed <laughs> that I'm on right now. It is Gavian, best newcomer. Cole Connor. Hi. What if it was also Delore? Thanks for having it's me. Also, <laughs> it's also Delore. Also Delore. <laughs> a Delore. <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about surviving and thriving, like John said. And I have a quick question for you, Adore. Sorry, Delore. Have you ever had a conversation with RuPaul since you knocked it out of the park on his show? Yeah, I ran into him at WOW like a couple times. Because he's like, he hasn't called you and said, congratulations, you're it's doing like, so great. I love nice you. to meet you. Nah, I don't, unless you like Raven. I don't think he calls any of us. Like, <sighs> no. But like, if I do, like, I ran into him, like, maybe like twice after All Stars. And and I'd done his podcast with Michelle. And there, he's kind enough. I mean, it's you don't really, ex- you don't want to expect too much from RuPaul. It's just, he's kind of like an ethereal figure that just floats there i have a question well i mean obviously cole had a a major thing happen which i want to ask him about uh but another thing i just want to see if this was adore your ex trent marks who uh is going to be making their falcon debut next week next month next week is that right is that possibly traumatizing trent marks is this no is this not his name or do you just like say no Wait, I swear to God, I don't know who you're talking about. 
Maybe I you're, you're the ex you appeared on with on X, X on, on the, the beach. beach. Is this oh, a breaking news to you? Maybe that's his porn name. Yeah. No, um, Trenton. Yeah. Um, that was just like, I had just met him at like a show in like Michigan, like once in the audience. And like, I had nobody, like none of my exes wanted to do it. So like, I was like, we were like, had this little texting thing going on and he just said, yeah, but that's cool. Good for him. So would you watch or would what that be traumatizing to watch? Would is that gonna be cool I to mean, watch? I'll... Yeah, why not? I mean, get your bag. I mean, I, I don't like I have no malice towards him and I mean he's hot as fuck. Like get it on. <laughs> so, I don't know what to say. It's been so I'm like a different human. I don't even remember doing X on the beach, to be honest. I was so blacked out the whole time. I almost fought a bodybuilder. Like, are you kidding me? But um yeah. Get your back. <laughs> Speaking of fighting, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. The reason why Cole Connor's eyes look like they have foreskin. What happened? <laughs> um, I was uh, I was with some friends and I was in Hollywood. I was trying to go to we were trying to go to a little after hours. Um, so it was really um, it was super early in the day. It was like five in the morning or late in the night, however you want to say it. Um, and I had taken my, we drove from my place, um, and it was just kind of like a last minute decision. Like none of us were planning on doing it. We were like, oh, well maybe we should go. Um, and then, uh, so we drove and I had taken my ID out of my wallet to get my vaccination thing ready on my phone and just be able to walk in. Um, and then my friends were, they were taking a little like a minute so i set it down in between like in my crotch in the seat and then when we got out of the car like a couple minutes later i forgot to pick it up so when we got to the door i was like oh shit i left it in the car so my friend gives me his keys i go back by myself uh open the passenger side door i see my id there and as soon as these guys come at me that were hanging out in the like like around the car that was parked in front of ours so, um, and they just came at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck away from the car. Uh, just, and then immediately, like I had the, I was standing there with the open door and they just boom, boom, hit me twice in the head. And I like jumped into the car and tried to pull my, pull the door shut. Um, and then, but they, but they kept it open and they were able to pull it open and then pull me out and throw me on the street and hit me a few more times. I couldn't tell like how many people were around me, but like my, the first hit made my eye, uh, like my left eye was blurry. I like kind of was like disoriented and telling them to get the fuck off me and screaming. And I finally was, I got to my feet and then I like, the, there was one guy standing in front of me and I was like, I'm bigger than this fucking guy. And I like went at him and I hit him a couple times. And then I like tried to run away. And then my legs just kind of like went out. My hamstrings like seized up on me. And I was like, like, like dropped down. I just like crawling and trying to get up and like not understanding what was going on. It was like, I told, I, there's an article in the advocate that I, that um, a guy just wrote about it. And I had told him, it's like, when you're, when you're in a bad dream and you can't like move and you can't get away or like you're trying to punch and you can't make any contact with it. Um, uh, so it was very much like that. And, uh, I finally got 
I got across the street and um, I could, the guy that I hit came up and we kind of wrestled for a minute and then like pushed away from each other. And then I was like cr trying to cross the street to where the, the, where the after hours was. And um, I, then I heard someone from the group say, don't hit him with the bat. And I turn around and there's someone with a bat over me. And, uh, and the guy's like, don't hit him with the bat. And he's like, don't hit him with the fucking bat. And I just like, was like, oh, fuck, it's fucking over. Um, and I just turned around and I was just waiting for the hit. But I was like trying to, trying to crawl away. And then a car came up. And um, three people were in it and they opened their, the back door and they were like, you need help. Get in, get in, get in. And it was just like random people. And I like got up, hobbled over to the car like as fast as I could and then jumped in and then we drove off. So God, Jesus Christ. So he so they, they could have okay. killed you. Yeah, it was on, it went on for a while. It, was, it felt like a while. So how recent was this? A week ago, uh, tomorrow, Jesus it was like fucking Christ. Yeah, we were supposed to film the next day in Vegas, and I was on set with Rain, Bo, and uh, Roman. And you call me on the FaceTime, looking as you do, and it was obviously a big shock. I, I can't believe that. I mean, you hear about these things, and then to happen to someone you know, and still in 2022. Do you feel, do you know what the motivation was? Do you know anything about these people who attacked you? Nothing. I like, I feel like they just wanted to beat the shit out of someone and I was there and I don't know. There's people keep asking me if I think it was a hate crime. And I mean, I was in like a black tank top and like little black shorts and Hot. not really like, <laughs> um, uh, they didn't say anything. They didn't call me faggot or anything or like, um, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. You were my first phone call about it, actually, Mark. I was like, I knew I had to tell, I knew I had to tell you because, because of work also. But, I'll, um, yeah, I, I called you first and, uh, like, I don't even, I don't, I didn't even tell my, like, parents until a few days later because I just was, like, so bombarded with all the, and I, like, not bombarded, but I was getting a lot of support, which I appreciated. And um, a lot of, like, a lot of people sending me messages everywhere. Um, I actually, like, haven't even caught up with all those messages yet. So, um, so thanks to all those people that, like, showed support. That was really, that was great. I was, like, re that really helped me. Well, what an awful way to realize how loved you are and how much we appreciate you. And thank you for being here and telling the story. Um, yeah, we and hope I you think get better. The, we hope you get better quick. The most important yeah. question I think everybody has is uh, how soon till you can fuck again? <laughs> I am supposed to shoot kidding. something. I know. I haven't even come all week. So that's pretty great. Dang. Um, you hear that, boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my God. pretty great. I've got, right. got a seven day load. Um, just built up right now, but, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to shoot something next or on the fourth for, uh, Raging Stallion. So we're just going to see, I have to have a surgery on Thursday on my eye, my ocular floor, my orbital floor, which is what your eyeball sits on is fractured. So I feel like air pass through 
like if I sniff or like blow my nose, no, it feels like no. it feels like my eyeball might come out of my nostril. So no, no, uh, I don't deal well with medical shit. Not your nose. <laughs> so what are they gonna do? Huh? So they're just gonna no. Go do not and... tell us. Just, no, I don't know. I they're just gonna go no. repair it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna barf on the my fucking uh, mic. I'm moving on. Speaking of hate crime, All Stars Two, adore. You, I'll start them. <laughs> you famously left the show, and you said in a 2016 Vulture article that it was started with something that Raven Simone said. She said something super gross. What the fuck did she say? Oh no! Don't put me back in the fucking. I don't want to be in the fucking press talking shit about her. I just made peace with it. It was just something really... I think, to be honest, and this might get me in trouble, but um, I'm pretty intuitive. Like, I mean, my greats are, are women that act dumb but are actually pretty smart and just use that as a weapon whenever they have nothing else to say, like Elvira and Nicole Paris. But, like, my thing is, it's like, that's the Adora character, but I'm intuitive when it comes to people's energy. And that whole panel, it felt like they were prepped to kind of get me in shape in the beginning so that I can put more effort into like what was I, what I was going to bring in the in the months to come. I mean, in the weeks to come. But like, I didn't like how icky it felt because like they were all saying like really harsh shit. And then like, I felt like Raven was just like, she has that type of personality to where she's just like, I'm just going to take it there. And then like, she just, she just said some fucked up shit and she, it was, it was just weird. It, it was involving um, another, like, Dis- she compared me to another Disney star and said some, like, weird, like, rehab shit. Like, she, like, put it in there. It was, like, it was a weird. It was Miley weird. Cyrus? Was it Miley no. Cyrus? No. Was Disney that? star. Pocahontas? <laughs> Quasimodo? John Smith. Abu? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Moving on. Uh, to bring a brighter side to that, you said that they had asked you a, an All-Star 6 to come back, and you, you said never say never, but you had a crazy idea for the talent show that they wouldn't allow. What was your idea? I was spitting fire um, off, of my, off of my guitar. Cause I used to spit fire in high school, and even in, like, in the beginning of my drag career. Like, I, you can find it on YouTube. I used to spit fire during shows, and um, they just said they couldn't clear it, and they wanted me to, like, do the 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 lip sync to my own song without it, and I just didn't want to like. There was like some other things in the contract as well that were just a little like mm, that. I was just like, maybe it's not the time right now. Yeah, but you would come back when the time is right. You think? Well, yeah, I think it's like you're only like fucking up your future blessings if you say never, because then you you not only just look like a dick when you when you end up saying yeah in ten years, but also there can be something that they change or something that like it's actually slowly changing right now the format so like i'm not too mad about it but yeah i mean justin bieber said never say never and look where she is (laughs) and look what she's doing now a baldwin (laughs) (laughs) praising jesus praise jesus work okay you guys want to play this game is it time mark yeah let's do it what are we doing tell me let's do it okay we're gonna play this game uh to celebrate all of us being survivors, all of the trials, tribulations, and trauma, we're gonna play a game called Trauma Mama. Okay, I'm gonna be administering this game, just like the surgeon administering the surgery to Cole's eyes. Uh, and you three are gonna play along. Circumcise those eyes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just give a little nip and a tuck. 
Um, my Botox that I got three weeks is wearing off, and I'm a little bit pissed. Anyway, same. I can finally raise my brows. Ugh, I hate it. All right, Uh, I'm traumatized. Okay, for today's game, I'm gonna be quizzing you on pop culture's most controversial, embarrassing, and possibly traumatic moments. I'm gonna read a question, and the first person, uh, I guess, to call out the answer is gonna. We'll we'll see what happens when we go through this. Okay, question number one. Okay. Ashley Simpson's career hit a rough patch when it was revealed that she was lip syncing on SNL. What year did that controversial performance happen? 2005. Adore. Okay, uh, I just want to say really quick that that is (laughs) incorrect, which means that Mark and Cole, do either of you have an answer? 2004. I think okay, it's Mark. more like 2000, what, oh, sorry. He, you you answered first. So Mark, we're gonna just check your work here. You are correct, 2004. Mark gets a point. To be fair, I cheated off of a door. Okay, that was a warm up. That was a warm up. I'm just going off my age. Of when it warm happened. up my ass, I'm taking the point. Okay, I'm you winning. take that. Take that, okay, question number two. Okay, clear your minds, get ready, do a prayer circle. Fergie famously urinated on stage during a 2005 Black Eyed Peas performance. Name the specific song that was playing as she lost control of that Vladdy. (laughs) Uh, What was the song? Let's get it started. started. Let's get it started. Is that that one? Is that your answer, Mark? Anybody yes. else? Okay, so that's Mark's answer. You are correct. Okay, yeah, don't oh, sleep on shit. it. Oh, shit. Did you cheat, What's that song called? Let's get it it's started. Is it called know. Let's Get It Started? Okay. Yeah. It's actually called Let's Get It, but you can't say that anymore, so they changed it. <laughs> oh, Wait, really? That's what the original song was? Let's yeah. Get It R Word? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh well, my God. Look it up. It's like, oh, I have right. That, that took the piss out of her. <laughs> Boom. Showed her. Okay. <laughs> you guys are doing great. Question number I three. Am at least. <laughs> when, Kim, when Kim Kardashian was flower bombed at a 2012 red carpet event, what was she called by the woman who bombed her? A. Lazy fur hag. B. Lazy fur goblin. Or C. Lazy fur fucker. Lazy fur hag. I hope it's Goblin. (laughs) Actually, Cole, I think you said the answer first. Did you? Was that you? I said A, yeah. You're correct. Lousy fur hag. Cole has a point. (laughs) Mark, you have two points. Adore, you have zero. Wow. (laughs) My whole life. Be be nice to him, Raven. Okay, I hope you can recover from this traumatizing game. Okay, question number four. Ariana Grande made multiple publical, publical, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow, multiple publical, multiple mm. publical apologies after footage was released of her licking a donut and saying what in 2015? A, I hate Obama. B, I hate America. C, I hate this country. I hate America. Adore, you're correct. Yay! <laughs> And now you always have a clip of, of them saying I, that they yep. hate America. I hate yep. America. So, just note to the producer, just yeah. release that clip of a door saying I hate America. <laughs> Isolate that. Anarchy. <laughs> okay, guys. All right, Abu's got together. one point. Last question. <laughs> Game point. Question number five. With all eyes on her, Jennifer Lawrence fell to the floor while going uh, to accept her 2013 Academy Award. What movie did she win for? A, Mother. Silver Linings Playbook. Playbook. Oh, Cole. Okay, tie game. (laughs) Nice. You knew it. 
Um, okay, for the win, it's between Cole and Mark. This is a sudden death question. Mark, can you name in under three seconds the name of the thing that Cole is going to get surgery on? Pelvic floor? His ocular floor. There you go. Okay, well, you won. Sorry, Cole, you lost. Not only did you get beat, you got lost. You got your point. Got beat twice, bitch. It's actually, it's actually orbital floor. Okay. Oh, have, shit. He stole it back from me. Let's okay. give it to Cole. Let's Adore, give it to Cole. Adore wins the game, that. actually. There yeah, you know. I got one. I'm number one. <laughs> it's okay. I already I just got a gay BN, so it's okay. That's I true. can I can lose this game. Congrats. <laughs> um Okay. Uh Adore and Cole, thank you both so much for being here today. Uh we wish you both the best. Cole, best wishes on your orbital floor. I'll be doing kegels for you. <laughs> and I can't wait till you're back in the saddle and just releasing the seven day gusher adore uh you hate america congrats for you <laughs> are you going on tour are you doing any type of tours anytime soon adore that i need to go see you in what's going on give us your schedule yeah it's not announced yet but we're doing a world tour this summer my commercial with kim cheese for jackass forever out right now on vh1 and um i'm going to be on pit stop with monet soon yes oh, all right my, we'll my be live stream for february 25th sorry okay cool pay-per-view tune in log on we'll be right back where me and john are gonna tie up some loose ends in a little segment we like to call blue balls where we talk about some shit that we've never finished talking about so we'll be right back welcome back to discretion advised in this segment we're going to talk about Blue Balls. Our producer has put together a list of topics that we started talking about in previous episodes, but have never completely wrapped up. So instead of giving one everyone blue balls, we're going to ask each other some questions and help off each other off these topics. All right, John, off what each, do you we're have? We're going to off each other? We're going to off okay. each other. You ready? Help each other <laughs> yeah, off. So Get off. The one that I have for you last episode, mm-hmm. uh, you said this is a TMI moment, and you revealed that you don't masturbate, and you didn't hear it as we were recording, but Tamra judged... She asked you if there's a reason why you don't. And so I'm asking you officially now, why don't you masturbate? Wait a second. This is our producer, Cameron. This is what caught your ear is that I don't masturbate. You little fucking pervert. It um, mine no, too. I don't. The reason is because what am I going to masturbate to? I know everybody in porn. I can't watch somebody and be like jerking off because first off i know how the sausage is made and second off i know that sausage well so unless i go into my own head and like that's a scary place to jerk off so i just don't do it i would rather have it happen with someone else fair enough i just feel like you know some people don't always have to watch porn to you know masturbate what did they do do in the caveman daves they probably like looked at hieroglyphics and jerked off to like a I don't know. Can you imagine the cave drawing guy? He's like, I know how that was drawn, and I don't need to And then he squirts all over the drawing, and it gets erased. Uh, okay, so what I have for you is, in episode two, you talked about getting a, your prostate exam from a doctor that you have a crush on, and you were going to ask him out. So how did your prostate exam go, and did you ever you know, make a house call with the doctor? I didn't make a house call with the doctor, and I did. I talk about this on my other show as well, but... I had everything ready. I was ready to ask him out. Um, just to be real, when I went in there, I was, I had like pooped. Oh, sorry, this is so gross. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. You know, I had like, I had, I had cleaned myself and like, 
I was freshly showered, everything. Because, like, he was going to have to check my prostate. And, like... Did you douche? Well, like we established on our other episode, I don't douche. I don't ever really, like... I'm not in the... Oh, my dog just jumped off the bed. He's like, yes, you do, douche. Anyway, I don't douche. I don't really do all of that stuff. But I was all clean and ready. And, like, right when he went in, like, I realized that maybe I wasn't... I wasn't confident. That I'll leave it at that. I wasn't confident. Did you get hard? No, but there is that feeling like when they start digging around in there. And he always says, it's like, it's going to feel like you're going to release, but it's only moment. Uh, release you know. from what end? Well, when he's in there, it feels like you're going to release from your from your dick. <laughs> ah, okay. It's like it's no gonna, you're going to feel the urge to evacuate. And I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> I, w- I want to get out of here. All right. What's your next one? Oh, right. Okay. So here we go. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. In episode four, you famously talked about how you just found a, ugh, I hate to say this, homeless man slash unhoused man mm-hmm. slash person unhoused. experiencing unhousedness in your apartment. Give us an update. Is they still there? <laughs> I have no idea. They're, they are not still there. So hopefully they have found temporary housing somewhere else. It's very cold in New York right now. So hopefully there are somewhere have found shelter. Um, but I don't know. I, that, that's a story that is left open-ended just like your prostate exam. I don't know the follow-up to that. Okay. Next. <laughs> okay, wait. In episode four, you bravely, I love how Cameron uh, phrased this, you bravely came out that you do not like watching outdoor porn because the setting is too distracting. If not outdoors, what's the perfect porn location for you? This is embarrassing. <laughs> Where is it? What's your What's your porn location? It's embarrassing because I wish I could say like the Taj Mahal or like a chic, like lovely foreign, like Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. I don't. I guess that's outside. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's busted. Like I, what I find hot is like a Motel Six or like a bedroom, <laughs> someplace that I can see myself having sex in. I like it if it's realistic. I'm not going to be having sex outside anytime, so I'm not going to fantasize about it because it's not going to happen for me. Even if somebody was like, let's do it outside, I'd be like, let's find a Motel 6. Oh, God. Okay. We only have a few. We have a minute left, so go. What's our last two? (laughs) During our end of your Thought Topics roundup in episode four, you revealed that you hate movies that quote unquote aren't real or fantasy themed. Are there any fictional movies you do like? Wizard of Oz, Dune, Jurassic Park, Back to the Future. Why do you hate good things? Okay. First off, Cameron, I like Jurassic Park, but that is totally real. It can happen. They can just do that. I know they can. I'm sure dinosaurs are going to come about one more time. So I do like Jurassic Park. I do like Hunger Games because those things are based in, like, reality. Dune and, like, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and all that kooky Middle Earth shit. No. I don't, I don't believe in that. So, no, I don't like any of that. Can I ask you something? And, and, like, I don't like horror movies that aren't real either. Like, the ones that have to do with supernatural things and all that I need to know. I need to scream. I need a simple killer that's not superhuman and that can just easily murder with ease. So, yes, I like that. <clears throat> okay, my last one for you, John. Throughout the show, even in our teaser episode, you guys have made disparaging remarks about eating ass, but never fully explained your stance on the matter. Give us your unfiltered, unwashed thoughts on rimming. I love it. I would rather eat an ass than do almost anything. So I'm all for it, and I would love it, and I can't, I can't wait to do it again someday. 
uh, define disparaging because I'm a fan of eating ass as well. I really like it, although it has to be, again, not outside. You won't eat an outdoor ass? I'm not eating an outdoor. It's like a barbecue pit. Like, give me just I'm not eating outside ass. (laughs) You want? Okay, wait, quick. Did did you hear about the people who filmed at the Acropolis and they were outside having sex and they got in trouble because they filmed at the Acropolis? You wouldn't film it. You wouldn't like eat an ass at the Acropolis or a crap hole is sexy. What? Out, no. Out, I'm trying to think of a name for Acropolis. A crap hole. Are you trying to say like, is there? What's the nicest version yes. of an outdoor place I would eat, and at which I would eat? There you ass? go. Right. Thank I you for reframing that, would, that. Okay, a place that is outside that would be clean or controlled enough for me to eat an ass on or at would be. I would eat an ass on your roof. Well. And there we have it. All right. So we hope we've, we've given you guys some release on our blue balls. We will be right back with my very good friend, the Emmy Award winning Rob Harmon. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Discretion Advise. We are now joined by one of my very best friends in the world, the Emmy Award winner, Rob Harmon. Hi, Rob. Hey. Hey, Rob. Hi, so you're on you're on set right now, right? What are you doing? I literally was holding my iPad walking off of set while you guys were talking about which asses you would munch and which ones you would not <laughs> and why. And you're like, and, but would you eat that ass? And would you eat that butt? And, and I'm like, <laughs> like piles of union straight men. And yeah, I'm on set right now. You're filming to- a Super Bowl commercial for the end game, right? Yeah, I'm working on this TV show for NBC called The End Game. We are filming the promotional stuff today, uh, which happens to be a, a commercial that will premiere during the Super Bowl. Okay, I'm going to ask you just a quick rapid-fire question. Actually, End Game is a good name for a butt-eating movie. Oh, that's true. The End Game. End Game. Slurp. Okay, I'm going to ask you a quick... Is that your End Game? <laughs> just like... I'm your done front game. Game. We're done. It's my front game. I wouldn't mind just eating an ass and then, like, watching a movie. Yeah, you would. Okay, I'll come over later, Rob. Um, So I'm going to ask you quick rapid fire about some things that you've worked on this year and give me your quick, uh, were they trauma or not? Okay, Pose. You won the Emmy for Pose. How was that experience for you? Winning the Emmy? In general, and working on it, working on that amazing show. Oh, working on the show was traumatic because we did it during COVID. We were filming a TV show about a global pandemic while in a global pandemic and this had never been done before. So all sorts of weird protocols. It was a nightmare being shut down all the time. It was scary. It was intense. Um, but it paid off. We got the Emmy for it. You just last summer filmed uh, a musical with Lisa Kudrow, Better Nate Than Never. How was it working with my beloved Phoebe? Lisa Kudrow is as cool as it gets. Um, she's way, way drier than I ever imagined she could be. Um, she's a lot like me. Um, she's just like deadpan, stoic all the time. She's got a really great sense of humor. Um, I loved it. It was so cool. Um, I know I thought you guys were going to ask me about trauma, but no, that wasn't traumatic. I will. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I just want to ask two more things. Okay. Keeping it in the friends family. You worked on extrapolations with David Schwimmer. Who, how was that? Great. Great. David Schwimmer was great. I mean, David Schwimmer was super easy. He's like... You know, these people have been working for a long time, so they just don't want to be dicked around with. 
that in the chair, out of the chair, yes, thank you, okay, here's where we're going, let's do it, thank you. And so I, I, I think I work well with them because of that. But David Toomer I had a great time with. He was super easy. Okay, well, I'm going I'm to bring you your trauma now. Okay, we, our very good friend, Bianca Del Rio, extrapolations was traumatic. Yes, working on that show was traumatic. Bianca Del Rio says in her act that he was your rock bottom, that you guys had went out drinking one night, went out partying, and you ended up in a shower with his gigantic dick in your mouth, and then the next day you went to rehab. Tell us the real story behind that. I mean, that is a good story, but that's not what happened. Um, it wasn't just like we went out drinking, first of all. It was the biggest, most extravagant party in like New York history that I can remember. It was Mark Jacobs' um, holiday party. He rented out the entire Rainbow Room at Rockefeller Center. He hired every go-go dancer in New York just to come hang out. And his assistant was a very good friend of mine. He said, make sure Bianca is there. And of course, I was invited through my friend. so. Roy and I, you know, we just got to go. Kiki and a few of our other friends were there for the night. But there was so, I mean, we were young. We were, I was in, I was like 26, 27. There was so much cocaine and booze involved. And yeah, we ended up naked in the shower at the end of the night. I don't think it's the most unlikely story for two gay men who go out drinking with each other all the time in their 20s to eventually end up in a shower together. And it only happened once. And then... Um, if I'm doing the math right, yeah, about 10 months later, I stopped drinking. Tell us about Bianca Del Rio's dick. I mean, is, is he okay with that? Yes, of course. He talks about it all the time. <laughs> it's abnormally large. <laughs> okay, so now being... It's now not, we're... It's, remember it to be very nice too just for the record i should say it's very nice and it is an obs- like porn star large bigger than porn star really? like coco montrese yeah. large i don't know who that is but yes <laughs> neither do i but apparently in vegas everyone found out that she has a huge cock 10 inches in standing i think that if roy wasn't so rich he could make money off of that if he wanted well shit well and shit this is okay why i'm poor <laughs> Do the- <laughs> because you refuse to show your thighs on, on OnlyFans, I know better. Uh, not for yeah. Long. Whatever happened? That's a that's a blue ball. And then did that's you ever make your OnlyThighs account? Listen, I'm creating content. I'm just going to release it all at once. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't with you. Alright, Rob, thank you so much. That's it. That's so easy. That's it. It's easy. You talk about your trauma and we're done. Thank you so much, Rob, for being here. Check out. He has he has the magic pads, which is something that I use on my face every single day. It's a cleansing pad. If you pad want nice is, skin, check out the magic pads. They're $20. Uh, you have to get them. They, I swear to God, I don't even wash my face anymore. I just use the pads. They are a fucking lifesaver. Thank you so much, Rob. We love you. Thank you for Thanks, listening, everyone. Guys. Don't forget, you can watch the full podcast and subscribe to our newsletter over at discadpod.com. That's D-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D.com. Make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're at discadpod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Again, that's D-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D. Until next time, bye, Trauma Queens. I follow. <laughs>